0: Donald Trump has been indicted again for the 115th time, actually the 4th time, but he's got his 115th charges on him. A report states that white men are killing themselves at a record number last year. Gee, I wonder why. And according to a priest, pedophilia is just not that big of a deal and those right-wing extremists should just mellow out about men and having sex with little children. Yeah, that's where our country has gone. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics, and we've got some big news again. This is getting so tiring. If it weren't for the fact that what the Democrats are doing right now, what the left is doing right now, is extremely dangerous and really, honestly, can't be undone. I would just laugh at it, but I don't think it's funny. I don't think any of this funny is funny. But, yeah, Trump's been indicted again. Um, right now, it's a 41 counts out of Georgia, and it's not just Trump that's indicted. It's uh, Donald Trump, of course, Rudy Giuliani, John Eastman, Mark Meadows, Ken Chesbro, Jeffrey Clark, Jenna Willis, Ray Stallings, Smith, the third, Robert Cheesley, uh, Chilli, Mike Roman, David Schaefer, Shauna Micah Tresher still, Stephen Lee, Harrison Foyd, Trevion Cootie, Sidney Powell, Kathleen Lathman, Scott Hall, and Misty Hampton. All those people have been confu- have been um, indicted. Uh this is going under the Georgia RICO Act, which is why so many people are indicted. And I didn't know this, but the RICO Act, which I thought was really a stretch, it's still a stretch, but really a stretch, is basically racketeering. It's, it was made for the mafia, is essentially where this thing came from. And the reason they, they went for the RICO Act is they can take charges and just apply it on anybody. And anything that anybody did can be applied directly to Donald Trump. I didn't know this. That's that's why the RICO Act is so big. Typically, when you have the guy in charge of a criminal organization, that guy doesn't know anything. He has nothing to do with it. So let's just say I'm the head of a criminal organization, and I send jo- and Josie goes out and murders somebody. Okay, what can then happen is that I can get accused through RICO of that murder even though I had really nothing to do with it because Josie was working on my behalf. I may or may not have known about it. it doesn't make any difference. That's why that's how they were able to get the big bosses in the 70s and 80s is through Rico. Because any of their their lieutenants did anything, it was tied directly to that individual. So actually it's pretty clever way of um charging Trump and all his minions. I don't think it's actually going to work looking at some of the charges because basically the charges go in the form of, and there's still strong charges. I mean, there's a chance that one of these guys is going to turn on Trump and that's what they're hoping for. Um, I, I don't exactly know what they're, coming up with i it, it's really odd i it's a 97 page it is a 97 page indictment i didn't read the whole thing cuz i'm just so tired of it um so this is this, these are what laws that were broken the racketeer influenced and corrupt organizations act is what what they're suing him under and here are the here are the charges solicitation of violation of oath of a public by a public officer conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree conspiracy to commit commit false statements and writings conspiracy to commit filing false documents conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree filing false documents solicitation of violation of oath by a public officer now these charges were brought by the uh, Georgia Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis, and you may say to yourself, "Hey, Gene, Qu- is this? Does this gal have rampant crime in the streets? Yes, yeah, she's from Atlanta. They have rampant crime in the streets. They're not prosecuting anybody, but they managed to spend three years coming up with this crap. She wants to get this done by in within six months. Of course, the middle of the election, and um." Trump needs to needs to surrender himself by Friday. Now, I got to be honest with you, just listening to this broad talk, you can tell this is just a complete crap. They just added a bunch of charges, added a bunch of people, and they're throwing darts at a dartboard here. Now, does this mean he's not going to get convicted? No, these are there are actually some problems here with the case cuz Trump did does say things and do things that he shouldn't be doing. And he thought he could get away with his president. Does that mean they're illegal? Probably not. As a matter of fact, um, a lot of the lawyers on Fox News are basically saying this could go to the Supreme Court and be kicked out. I mean, so some of these. But the charges are pretty, there are some decent decent charges there. They're not completely out of the realm. Now um, that makes, by the way, 115 counts that are done on Trump. He's looking at like eight, he's looking at like a thousand years in prison. Absolutely asinine. This whole thing is absolutely asinine. And this is election interference, by the way. So if Trump sits there and screams, "This is election interference," all next year during the primary, during the election, he is looking at being in court. Complete election interference. Trump responded as he normally does, and he's not wrong here. He said 19 people were indicted and the whole world is laughing at the United States as they see how corrupt and horrible a place it has turned out to be under the leadership of crooked Joe Biden. This politically inspired indictment, which could have been brought close to three years ago, was tailored for placement right smack in the middle of my political campaign, where I am leading all Republicans by a lot and beating Joe Biden soundly in most almost all polls. Okay, he's right on a couple things. Why did it take him so long? This looks completely politically motivated. This looks like they are going after Donald Trump, that they're actually afraid of Donald Trump. Um, Now, some things are not correct. Yes, he's beating Republicans quite soundly in the primaries. Um, He's not beating Joe Biden soundly. I don't know where he's coming up with that. He keeps saying that, and that's just not happening. They're basically tied. Which, by the way, shows you how lousy a, a presidential candidate he is. He should be blowing Biden out by 20 points. He's not. He also said the racist and corrupt district attorney of Fulton County which has turned out to be the murder capital of the world among the highest... Yes, he does not put periods or punctuation in anything. A murder capital of the world with among the highest violent crime levels anywhere in our country just opened a fundraising site in order to benefit off the things she most campaigned on, I will get Donald Trump. Again, all true. All of that is true. She literally opened a campaign funding site. She is probably looking to run for mayor or for governor. She's trying to make a name of herself. I mean, she can't make a name of, of herself by eliminating crime because she's not. So this is a scary one again. And these people, there's got to be a judge somewhere that's going to say, okay, stop. The Florida judge is doing this. The Washington DC judge hates Trump and you can tell she hates Trump. So that judge is not going to give Trump a break at all. But this whole thing is looking really bad. Um, By the way, all of these charges are state charges. Okay. And what's amazing about these charges is, um, yeah, the Georgia DA is prosecuting these as a RICO case. You know who's not charging these as a RICO case? Jack Smith. These are supposed to be federal charges. Well the reason the state charges are stronger or more dangerous for Donald Trump is that he can't if he does win the presidency, he could theoretically be in jail and president at the same time. Because he can't pardon himself from state charges. I didn't know that. As a matter of fact, no one knows what would happen if he got convicted of something and won the election. No one has any idea. And I know a lot of people are talking about Brian Kemp stopping this thing. Brian Kemp has no has no recourse. He can't do anything here. Unlike a lot of states, this state requires a panel to actually um, declare somebody innocent or to take away charges. He can't do that. He can't go in and remove a DA. He can't do that. You may remember Florida, Ron DeSantis removed a DA. He can do that in Florida. Can't do that in Georgia. So, before everyone starts screaming at Brian Kemp, he really is limited on what he can do. Okay, well, let's get to our dumbass of the day. (laughs) So, with the collapse of the republic, and I think it's safe to say that this republic is collapsing. We are officially done as a democracy. We are... Officially a banana republic. We are no better than a bunch of the third world countries that we're supporting, like Ukraine. By the way, that's something amazing. Um, Joe Biden is not, wants to send another $50 million or $500 million to Ukraine. And then when he was asked about Hawaii, crickets, no comment. When he, he was supposed to go to Palestine, Ohio... Yeah, he never went to Palestine, Ohio after that uh, train wreck. Oh, he did go to Ukraine. Folks, that guy doesn't care about you. That guy just does not care about you. And it, here's here's what's really scary. Um, if Donald Trump wins the primary, there's a very good chance uh, Donald, it, uh, Joe Biden is going to win the election. Because I see with this whole... This whole thing about Donald Trump being in court is so that Joe Biden can sit in the base, basement during his campaign again. That's what's going to happen. Joe Biden's already said he's not going to he's not going to debate. He can't debate. He can't get five words out of his freaking pie hole because he's so effed up. Incredible. But the good news is, with the collapse of the republic, this country going full communist, Republicans not doing a GD thing about anything. We do have dumbasses. And we've got a real special one. Let's listen to this gal. Bitching and moaning about this country of Montenegro. Now if you don't know Montenegro. I had to look it up. I wasn't sure where it was. I thought it was actually South America. It's not. It's a country in Eastern Europe. It's kind of by where Czechoslovakia used to be. Um, she's really, really upset about Montenegro. You know why? Everything is racist. Everything is racist according to me. Everything is racist in 2020. Yes, even names of countries are racist. So let's listen to this dumb broad. Montenegro. Montenegro? Montenegro? Who decided to name a country Montenegro? When was when were they founded? Was it a joke on black people? They don't look black, so I don't know. Montenegro though, that's huh. You know what amazes me about this? People have the encyclopedia in their hand. They have all of modern history. All all you can imagine. All knowledge of man. They have on that little phone. That little phone, by the way, that she's probably recording this off of. And if they had decided to look some of this stuff up, maybe she wouldn't sound like such a dumbass. Montenegro has history way back in the 10th century. It became an official company in the 16th century. And who actually sat back and and, and founded Montenegro, mostly the Spanish. Montenegro stands for Black Mountain. Negro, which, by the way, it's not pronounced Negro, it's pronounced Negro, is, actually, means black. doesn't mean black person. If you go to Mexico and they say Negro, they're not saying black person, they're saying just black. So this, this idiot decided to go out there and make something up and make it into, you know, another false, uh, another false racist thing. And of course, now it's all Slavic in origin, right? It's all Slavic. Except the gal she's looking at doesn't look like she's white. She actually looks like she's a person of color. So I'm not exactly sure. I'm sure there's, they've got a lot of Eastern, Western European in them and maybe some Mongolian because it's kind of right around there. But to sit back and just automatically assume it's, they're talking about her. Talk about narcissistic. Oh, they must be talking about black people. And I'm black, so I should be insult. You're not broken up about it. If you were, you'd look it up before you did something so freaking, say something so freaking stupid. So that's our dumbass of the day. There was another one. I'm not going to play it because, again, more narcissism. All right, maybe I'll play it tomorrow. We'll see. Okay, so let's get to our first story. And this story should be disturbing. And again, we've got um, a world where everyone lives off of we need to find the base of the problem. And nobody looks at the real base of the problem. Well, they're not looking at the real base of the problem here. Because for them, this is probably not much of a problem, right? So according to the Daily Wire, suicides climbed to a record 49,500 last year, putting, suicide the high, uh, putting the suicide rate higher than it's been since the beginning of World War II, according to the government data released. The suicide deaths rose 3% in 2022, jumping by by, by more than 1,000 deaths, the new data from the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention show. Men took their own lives nearly four times as much as women. Gee whiz, gee whiz, I wonder why. A total of 39,255 men committed suicide last year, compared to 10,194 women. Both numbers are higher than in 2021 when suicide spiked 4% and a total of 38,358 men and 9,825 women took their own lives. White men have been the highest suicide rate among male racial groups with about 50 suicides per 100,000 men, the CDC said. Male suicidality has been known a known crisis for years. Risk factors for men can B, loneliness, social alienation, or weakened sense of meaning or purpose in life, which can result from the difficult events like losing a job or the dissolution of a man's nuclear family, such as through divorce, according to academics. Do you know what what the academics also say? And by the academics, I mean the media, because they say, experts say, guns, of course, because there's no other way a human being can kill themselves than with a gun. Here's the reality: guns actually are the main method men kill themselves compared to women, because when men kill themselves, they're actually trying. Women, I would bet you, ten of those ten thousand suicides by women, probably three quarters of, uh, probably a quarter of them were not were by accident. They didn't actually mean to kill themselves most women use suicide and by the way this is what the experts actually say too most women don't commit suicide because they want to kill themselves most women commit sui- a lot of women commit suicide because it's a cry for help they're trying to get attention so that is one of the reasons but as far as men killing themselves especially white men well why well they've got it right here loneliness right there are a lot of people here a lot of men Especially in today's generation, gen, gen, the millennials, Gen X, Gen Alpha, that don't feel worthy to actually go out and deal with women. Because women have demonized men. Women, we're being taught left and right. Disney is doing it with their new Snow White. They did it with the Little Mermaid. They're being, women are being, they did it with the Barbie movie. Women are being taught they don't need men. Which is a real problem for men. Because then they meet a man and the women just, I don't need you. Unless you're really special, you're really good looking or you're really rich or whatever. So women have been taught that they don't need a man. Which by the way is wrong. Women need men as much as men need women. That's a pure reality. That's how society moves on. The other problem, which is loneliness is and social alienation here, is social media. The suicide rates have gone up, way up, since social media has taken effect, and no one talks much about that. Social media is, makes it feel like you're being social with other people, but you're not. You're not actually with someone talking to them. If you go to a restaurant and you see a young man and a young woman on a date, they're obviously on a date. Half the time, they'll, if they're young, they will actually be on their phones during the date. They don't talk to each other. They don't know how to socialize. Social media is how they know how to socialize. And I, I think I drive drive everyone nuts when I see when I'm with a young person. I say, "Get off your god, your bloody phone, and go out there and socialize with somebody. Go out, do something, talk to people." And no, text messaging is not talking to people. No, sharing Twitter, uh, Twitter or TikTok videos is not talking to anybody. And finally the meaning or purpose of life. We've taken all that away. The me- the main purposes of life should be God, country, family. All those are gone in for 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 people, for especially men. Serving in the military used to be something that you were looked up upon because you were protecting country. Being a good father was something you were always look That's not what it is anymore. The idea is you're supposed to get a job and work your ass off for what? You're you're single. You're you're making money. You got the nice car. You got the nice house that doesn't mean anything if there's no one to share it with. Kids are really important for couples. But now women are having kids out of wedlock and they're doing it on purpose and and society pushes this and the government pushes it the government hey you have a you don't get married and you have a kid government will take care of you that's what they promise they don't do it but that's what they promise so of course there's no purpose in life i feel i've had purpose in life i've raised my kids my kids are good kids i did there's some things i did well some things i didn't do well and i always fall back to that that is my purpose everything i have all the money i have all the it doesn't mean anything What's the point of having money if you're not if it's not there for somebody else? If you're not sharing in life. And yeah, the problem is, for most couples, male or female, they don't want to be inconvenienced. Children are difficult. And what we're being taught is children are difficult. We've got this whole thing now where pets are are the new children. Pets are not children, pets are pets, pets are animals. I see people taking care of dogs like they're children. They're not children. They're dogs. They're animals. They're nothing. They don't care about you. They really don't. They're not going to cry if you die. They love you unconditionally, which is great. I love dogs. But they're not people. They're not children. And believe it or not, having, having two or three dogs and loving them to death and taking care of them... Not fulfilling. But that's where we are today. And I got news for you. You combine that with the fact that we've got complete chaos when it comes to politics, complete chaos when it comes to religion, complete chaos uh, when it comes to the family. You don't know where you're going, you don't know where you're going to be. Um, yeah, that confusion makes it seem like it's hopeless. One of the reasons I don't kill myself. I mean, there are times in my life I should have killed myself. I had a really hard life. Why don't I? Because I believe in God and I know that God doesn't want me to do this and this is a test. Life is a test. But I know this because I've got something higher than I am. So, you know, get off your effing phone and, uh, you know, go meet people. Well, this is something that I really—I was going to talk about this yesterday. It's a weird opinion article from a Canadian news source, which basically means it's called the Globe and the Mail. The Globe and Mail. I've never heard of this news source, but this opinion article from a guest opinion writer named Michael Corin went viral. Now, the kicker with Michael Corrin is he's an angelic, he's a, an angelican, angelic, uh, angelic, priest, okay, which is one of those kind of fringe, uh, fringe um, Christian groups, all right, a very left-wing group. I mean, not liberal. Catholic Church could be said to be moderately liberal. This is a left-wing fringe group. As a matter of fact, what this group believes in, what this quote priest end quote actually believes in, um, is just goes against the Bible. I so I'm not exactly sure where he's basing his uh, his belief system on because it ain't the Bible and it ain't Christianity. But here he seems to really just go after pedophilia, and uh, it's you know he's going against the people that actually demonize pedophilia. Now, you know how I feel about pedophilia, and you know that I think pedophilia is going to become normalized. I think it's going to be a thing. So, let's go through this article and let's talk about it. So, quote, I've just experienced another attack on social media. The harassment on X, as Twitter now calls itself, usually lasts around 36 hours. And while most of the nasties are trolls and bots, I can't pretend that the hundreds of comments don't don't have an effect. I'm a priest, progressive, outspoken. He's a leftist. He's a communist. No point in complaining, but a disturbing new aspect of these bombardment, bombardments are the repeated and constant false accusations of pedophilia. Not a libelous dribble, but a flood. Okay, so basically what this guy is, he's a leftist that's yelling non, yelling sec, going off as a priest and yelling secular nonsense at people. And people are saying you're not a real priest. And yes, you're grooming. I went through his social media. And yeah, there are some pretty nasty things being said, but nothing really heavy. For example, no one's threatening to kill him. Which, by the way, most conservatives have to deal with. They're just, pe- they're just saying he's a sham. You're fake. You're, you're a pedophile. You're a, you're a, a groomer. And I got news for you with some of the things he said. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. But as far as the tidal wave of social media harassment, it's leftist harassment. These guys always call everything harassment. If I don't agree with you. I'm harassing. It's like men can't be women. That's homophobia or transphobia, whatever they're calling it this week. Continuing with the article, it's not really about me, of course, and I'm in good company. Last month in Belleville, Ontario, when Justin Trudeau was swarmed by right, a right-wing mob. One, I didn't think you were allowed to use the word mob anymore, but I guess if you're right-wing, you can. One of the hysterical shouts clearly heard was that he was a child molester. It's grotesque nonsense about pri- the Prime Minister that swamps social media. In fact, there aren't many politicians and activists on the left who haven't been accused of this awful crime. Wow. Poor guys. Well, I don't know. you're trying to, to have trans people go into, um, go into schools and teach them about trans peoples teach kids about sexuality. You're grooming you're a pedophile. Justin Trudeau wants to take custody away from parents who do not believe in this trans bullshit and let the government take them so that they can drug them with sterilizing hormones and cut off body body parts. That might have something to do with it. But of course, this guy doesn't bring the opposite argument. He just says that we're screaming at people. Irrationally screaming at people. Well, that's not true. Continuing with the article, and with horribly convenient timing, I, a new movie, Sound of Freedom, is currently the talk of the far right. Jim Caviezel, who plays Jesus in Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ, stars as Tim Ballard a former government agent who rescues children from sex traffickers. As the critic Sam Adams wrote perspective, perceptively for the online magazine Slate, <laughs> Slate is the most left-wing magazine you could find. Quote, It arrived in theaters surrounded by a cloud of innuendo put forth by its star and its noisiest right-wing supporters, conspiratorial insignia, insinuations about who doesn't want the story to be told and what real-world traffickers are really up to. Um, (laughs) Wow. Uh, Okay, The Sound of Freedom was based on a true story. Now, some of it, yeah, was, was dramatized, but it is a true story. The U.S. government acknowledges it's a true story. Tim Ballard worked for the Department of Homeland Security he still does this. It's a true story. I'm not exactly sure what conspiratorial insinuations there are. It's about child sex trafficking. What, there is no child sex trafficking happening? What, are you saying that this story didn't happen? Tim Ballard said that the story was dramatized. There was no question to make it a better movie. But he said everything happened. It's all true. All this stuff did happen. The only, the big difference in the movie is the very end where if you haven't seen the movie, you need to go see it. But at the end, when he's actually rescuing the girl he's trying to rescue. In the movie, he did it by himself. In real life, no, he did it with an army of troops. But he did do it. So, I'm not sure where the conspiracy is. And, by the way, what's inconvenient about this movie? It's talking about child sex trafficking, which is the largest form of slavery in the world right now and has been for probably the last 20 years. When exactly was it going to be convenient for this movie to be released? 20 years from now? 30 years ago? This has been happening forever. This isn't something that, oh, in 2020, they decided to suddenly child sex traffic. No, this has been happening forever. And as far as, the, as, as far as the left sitting back and saying, I'm not sure if it comes in the aisle, I can't remember. But as far as saying that child sex trafficking is done by elites, um, but it has been. Jeffrey Epstein proved that. Prince Andrew was kicked out of the royal family because he was involved. There are pictures of Bill Clinton at Jeffrey Epstein's island. We know this is happening. None of this is, is, is fiction. But that's what's inconvenient. The elites are being caught in it. By the way, um, the elites in, in the movie... Yeah, they do that's how they capture a lot of guys. By the way, that was true, but it wasn't focused on the elites. That was just one way to catch the traffickers and to, to rescue the kids. They ended up rescuing about 60 kids during that scene where they're on a, a, a desert island that's promoted by a billionaire. That, that is all hap- that all happened, and 60 kids were rescued. And a bunch of, of sex traffickers were arrested. That all happened, but it also is an inconvenient truth for the left, especially leftist elitists who actually do this thing. And we've got presidents that probably do it because it's how they do it. It's how they groom kids. Jeffrey Epstein is the prime example. You got to wonder why these guys get all upset about Jeffrey Epstein. Blah blah blah. They never. They never sit back and. We never found out who was on that island. We know that they have lists, but they won't release those lists. I wonder why. Could it be we're going to see names that they don't want us to see? Bill Clinton. Barack Obama. Hillary Clinton. um, Bill Gates. Elitists. Because we know a bunch who were on that island. We know of a bunch. We just don't know everybody. Interesting, huh? But it's inconvenient. Continuing with the article, Rescuing... By the way, the movie is fantastic. You should see it. And um, you're probably going to need to go see it in the theater or wait till it comes out on DVD because I don't think anybody's releasing it. I don't think Amazon's releasing it. Netflix is releasing it. I don't think any of... Netflix will release Cuties, which is a pedophile's dream movie. But they won't release a movie that's anti-pedophile. Interesting, huh? Continuing with the article, rescuing children is one thing, and entirely admirable. Oh, that's nice of him to um, point out that it's admirable and it's one thing. I mean, isn't the funny thing with this this guy, um, Tim Ballard? Uh, that was his thing was rescuing children. He wasn't even into arresting the pedophiles. he wanted to, but that wasn't the primary goal. It was to rescue the kids. Because that's what fulfilled him. If you'd watch the movie, you'd see it. It was about the rescuing of the kids. So it is not one thing. It is the main thing. But this phenomenon goes much farther than that of Jim Cavazel himself has spoken of, quote, the whole adrenochrome empire, end quote, describing the substance as, quote, an elite drug that they've used For many years, end quote, that is, quote, 10 times more potent than heroin, end quote, and quote, has some mystic qualities as far as making you look younger, end quote. Okay, first off, um, he was talking about power. Elites do this because of power. Okay, the power is what makes them look young. The power is what gives them energy that's what he was talking about. The reason these pedophiles are effing children is because they can. They have the power, they have the money, and they have the influence to do it. Continuing, and and adrenochrome, zealots claim, can only be a Obtained from adrenal glands in the living body, human body. Thus, the need to abduct children. It's obscene and dangerous quackery. But that doesn't help convince the cult of the credulous. This rubbish has been origin. This rubbish has its origins in QAnon belief that powerful international figures, intent on resetting the world, controlling people, and destroying religious freedom, are also kidnapping little boys and girls. Okay. Uh, adrenochrome was something Caviezel was using as a metaphor he didn't actually say people are physically need to have sex with little kids that's not what he said that's just an absolute lie and as far as I am completely for the movie I totally agree with what Caviezel did I totally think we should make this into a, a to the point people should see what they're doing to these kids it should be seen. It should be seen as disgusting. That's not a QAnon belief. It's because these kids need to be. This is an evil, a moral evil that this guy is not excusing as a QAnon belief. And this has nothing to do with QAnon. And by the way, international figures intent on resetting the world, controlling people, and destroying religious freedom—that they're doing that. Klaus Schwab and the World Health. Organization Klaus Schwab has two books on it. The World Health Organization has an entire website on it. What is he talking about? And as far as, oh, they're kidnapping, oh yeah, sure, they're kidnapping little boys and girls. Um, they're doing it. Jeffrey Epstein did it. Jeffrey Epstein bought an island. Jeffrey Epstein flew very rich and famous people to that island. And there apparently are pictures and film of Those rich and famous and powerful people having sex with kids. In the movie, they point that out. In the movie, they sit there and they bought a billionaire, bought an island just to have a child sex party and then he invited the cops to go arrest everybody and free those kids. That happened. And that does happen. Incredible. That was the lunacy behind Pizzagate in 2016, when thousands believed that a pedophile ring led by those at the highest levels of Democratic Party was operating out of Washington Pizza Restaurant. More than a million messages were sent to Twitter supporting the fantasy, eventually leading to employees being harassed, followed by a shooting, and then an arson. Okay, um, crazy people do crazy things. I mean, be honest with you, I've never even heard of Pizzagate. I know... Pizzagate was something that Barack Obama was pushing. Uh, but I didn't know that's what it was about. So I'd have to actually study that a little bit more. I'm not really sure what it's about. But as far as this being a conspiracy theory, you got to remember right now, most conspiracy theories are actually coming true. Even though the left will sit there and say, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. Uh, the DOJ is weaponized. That's just a conspiracy theory. Meanwhile, Donald Trump now has 115 charges on him. The um, election rigging. That's a conspiracy theory. Um, you guys charged him in the middle of his campaign. That seems like election interference. There's a, chi- a child sex ring for the powerful, well, Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, we I keep hearing about all these conspiracy theories, and all I see is they're coming true. Continuing, there's always been a strong dose of homophobia involved. Okay, um, the, here we go. I, I'm going to continue, and then I'll talk about it. Through the venomous old canard of gay men being groomers, in spite of all the facts and evidence. Facts and evidence, however, are the last things relevant in all this. The trans issue magnified the paranoia, and it's been pushed into the mainstream by a new generation of right-wing politicians. This is what pedophiles are trying to do. This guy strikes me as a pedophile just because he said this. Pedophiles have been trying to join the LGBTQ plus I poop emoji cult for decades now. And the reason is they want to normalize their pedophilia. Okay. The LGBT group, the LGB group, forget T, because LGB does not want T in there. Okay, have been saying no, pedophilia is a perversion. So, before he sits there and says the LGBTQ community no, that's not that's not the case. But this guy is trying to make it that two men, two adult men being gay is the same as an adult man having sex with a little kid. It's the same thing. He just said it. It's homophobia. This guy is probably a pedophile. And simply by the fact that he brings that up. Continuing, when Florida's parental rights and education bill was being debated, for example, at least he didn't call it the don't say gay bill. I, I got to say, uh, for example, Governor Ron DeSantis' press secretary, Christina Pushna, Pusha, wrote that anyone who's opposed to legislation was publicly a groomer. In 2020 on NBC, Donald Trump spoke of his supporters as being very strongly against pedophilia and I agree with that. And I agree with it very strongly. Okay. Two things here that tell me this guy is probably a pedophile. One, um he's against Ron DeSantis' bill. He doesn't say what the bill's about. The bill basically says you can't sexualize, you can't sexualize your content in front for kids. You can't sit there and say math is transphobic or math is trans this. you can't teach kids about gay sex you can't teach kids about trans issues. you can't teach kids you can't sexualize kids. Personally, I think a lot of school is groomer grooming. So that's what the law says. He doesn't bring that up and apparently he does know this. But he's for sexualizing kids. And then finally, uh, quoting Trump as a negative to the argument, very strongly against pedophilia, and I agree with that, and I agree with it very strongly. So, you disagree with this? He's a pedophile. He sounds like a pedophile. Or he approves of it. Which, by the way, not quite a Christian thing. Continuing with the article, these statements have enormous influence on the gullible. Oh, jeez. If you are against pedophilia, you're gullible. Hmm. Bizarre ideas about super wealthy and secretive cabals imposing godless liberalism, fears of children being sexualized or stolen, a terror of change. All this has been empowered by an increasingly media savvy, secular, and fundamentalist Christian right. You know, a couple things here. Um... First off, this stuff's already happening. I mean, these guys write about it. This guy's writing about it. To sit there and say, oh, well, it's all a conspiracy theory. No, you're just proving the theory. You're saying pedophilia is okay. And we're saying it's not okay to say pedophilia is okay. And you're telling us we're conspiracy theorists because we're saying that. You are saying it. And we're saying, don't agree with you. Well, that's a conspiracy theory. You not agreeing with me is a conspiracy theory. But meanwhile, I mean, imposing godless liberalism, they're doing that already. You are a godless liberal sitting there imposing it on us. And don't tell me you're a freaking priest. You're not. Okay, secretive cabals, kidnapping and sexualizing children. I mean, that's happening. That's what we're saying. There's, You go on Twitter or TikTok, there's video of it. It's not a huge secret. Hello, it's all out there. Uh, media savvy, secular, and fundamentalist Christian right. You know why? That's just complete bullshit. Because if the Christian right were that media savvy and uh, and we would probably have our message out there a little better. We don't. We don't. We're now just beginning to call this out. The disorder may be unique in details, but not in theme. In medieval Europe, anti-Semitic blood libels accused Jews of kidnapping and killing children so as to use their blood, usually the Passover ceremony. Pope Innocent IV condemned the libels as early as 1247, but they continued even as late as the latest century. As the last century, they led inevitably to pogroms of murder and murder. Okay. <laughs> That's your comparison? Oh, we're all like we were in 1247? See, that's the problem with the left. The left, there is no history. All time is now. So we can't talk about slavery as if it happened in the past. We need to talk about slavery now. We need to give reparations now. Even though we haven't enslaved anyone in this country in 150 years. Christians... Hey, I got news for you. the The Inquisitions were bad. There, no one's saying they weren't. The Catholic Church has said the Inquisitions were bad. Sorry, but I mean, he's saying that we are bad today because of what happened in the thirteenth, twelfth century. By the way, he said it was fixed in twelve forty seven. This happened in like the eleventh, the twelfth century, eleventh century. This was going on. So. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't I don't align myself. As a Catholic, I don't align myself with Pope Innocent IV in 1247. Continuing, scratch the surface of modern conspiracy theory and anti-Semitism, and by the way, the anti-Semitism thing. So, so far, we're homophobic, we're transphobic, and we're anti-Semitic, and we're radical right. Right? This is what he's throwing out there. It's name-calling. He hasn't offered any proof. He hasn't actually changed my mind at all. He's just proving, he's bringing this stuff up and he's just proving our point. You are a pedophile, you are for grooming kids and since you're a priest, you're probably grooming kids. And what would be ironic, this guy is so ironic that he probably is really against the Catholic priest uh, pedophilia story. He will probably be the first one to condemn Catholic priests who committed pedophilia, which he should, but he doesn't condemn pedophilia anywhere else. Okay. Scratch the surface of modern conspiracy theory and anti-Semitism often appears, but today the accused are usually singled out, not by race, but ideology. And that includes politicians and public figures considered to be left of center or even people who support vaccinations, abortion rights, LGBTQ equality, and climate justice policies. This might sound fanciful, but for evidence is sadly abundant. Okay, um, show me the evidence, uh, because I don't remember a climate activist being arrested. I do remember an anti-abortion protester being arrested. Show me the evidence of a leftist politician being arrested, or being even accused. Um, I do see conservative politicians being arrested and accused. Uh, Donald Trump. See see what the problem this guy has. This guy has nothing but problems trying to he keeps saying, well, this the we are constantly being victims here. No, you guys are victimizing. Name one. He doesn't talk about that. Well, exactly who left who? in the LGBTQ community celebrating LGBTQ equality has been arrested. Because I seem to remember just last week a guy who is reading a Bible out loud during an LGBTQ thing was arrested. I remember that. That was last week. And there's video of it. I see people in the middle of the street protesting climate justice blocking traffic and the only people that are arrested are the ones that get out of their car and move these people. I don't see any of these people arrested. I see people dumping tomato juice on three, four hundred year old paintings. I don't see any of them arrested or facing any consequences. But if I walk up and I smack the shit out of them, I guarantee I'm going to jail. This is the hypocrisy of the left. This is the left saying, you do this and this and this, and it's actually them that do all that. And then they accuse us of doing what they're doing. And by the way, not once in this article does he explain why pedophilia is good because he's pro-pedophilia. The title of the article is called The Far-Right Fixation on Pedophilia is Dangerous. That's what the article is called. Well, yeah, good. It should be dangerous. You should be scared to death that I'm going to find out you're a pedophile. You should be scared to death. Because our children are the most important thing, things in the world. And I was going to finish on that, but I've got one more here. Let's let's just get to this paragraph here because I'm running late. And this is an article I had to go through. I It just was bothering the crap out of me. It's particularly tragic as children increasingly suffer under the culture of poverty, food insecurity, and forced migration. There we go. Ironically, those roaring about pedophile rings tend to ignore all of this and are often downright opposed to legislation that may help children. As well, child abuse and human trafficking are genuine issues that have to be taken seriously. Baseless and hateful hyperbole only worsens the situation. Okay, he's got all the terms down here. Here's the thing. Forced migration means illegal immigration. We should just let everybody in. What he's not understanding is because our borders are open, child sex trafficking has increased by a lot. And he doesn't understand if you close the border, you close the opportunity to child sex trafficking. We are very much against sex trafficking. That's why you need to close the border. He's saying, no, we need to open it. That's the only thing, by the way, that conservatives, that anybody can do to curb this besides arrest the sex traffickers. He brings up food insecurity, which means people, poverty. Okay, which he brings up poverty. Hey, I got news for you. No one's going to do anything about poverty. Taking money away from me and giving it to somebody is not going to fix poverty you got to fix what you can fix. Child sex trafficking we can fix. Shut down the border and go after the traffickers. That's how you can do it. and Rescue the kids. Which, by the way, Sound of Freedom is exactly what they were doing. That he says was untimely or inconvenient. This guy is full of shit. He is no Catholic priest. He is no priest. He's no Christian priest. And he's going to burn in hell. And he's probably a groomer and a pedophile. Because he seems to really need to defend these people. Okay. That took long. Hope you guys have a great day. God bless you all and love you all. Go to Amazon. Pick up a copy of my paperback book, Hell. The modern day retelling of Dante's Inferno from the Divine Comedy. Go pick it up. Just type in Gene Bach Jr. and it'll be the first thing that comes up. Love you all. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.